1: What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? Ho, ho, ho! It's the Rockin' the RV Life Podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Hi, I'm
0: Jeff. And I'm Patty. And we just did a live show at the Music Box Supper Club in Cleveland, Ohio. It was a sellout crowd, so thank you very much. The
2: Plain Dealer travel editor, Susan Glasser, hosted the event. Mm -hmm.
0: The show was recorded so we could feature it here on this week's podcast. So if you missed it live, you can listen now and hear all about the places we've been, funny stories, stories and great tips
2: and just wait till you hear from our special guests about something you never want to happen to your rv oh, that happened to his
0: unbelievable oh yeah we'd like to thank our sponsors general rv of north canton ohio the muskegum watershed conservancy district the Plain dealer and cleveland.com
3: hi everybody yeah how you doing yeah.
0: it's good to see you
3: I'm Susan Glasser. I'm the travel editor for The Plane Dealer I've been the, and Cleveland.com. I've been the travel editor for about the last 15 years, and I am hosting tonight. Yeah, give her event. a good round. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mostly I do regional travel, but last month I got to go to Ireland, which was spectacular. I was on the new Aer Lingus flight from Cleveland to Dublin, I recommend it to a- anyone who went, who uh, wants to go to Europe. It was a it was a lovely wow. experience. <laughs> and then last week I was in Indiana. So I, <laughs> I, 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 I joke that I'm doing all the I uh, destinations this year. So if you have any I destinations to recommend, uh, get in touch. Anyway, I'm happy to be on stage again with Jeff and Patty. Uh, a couple of true road warriors. They've been on the road for... Oh, yeah. Almost three years, yeah. I think I will let them explain to you how it all got started. Jeff, you probably know, has was on Northeast Ohio Radio for many, many decades at, on WMMS and WONE. His wife, Patty, not on the radio, but is uh, doing a, a great job on these podcasts. They started a podcast, I think, maybe a year after they started... Uh, driving all over the country. So if you haven't listened in on their podcast, uh, you can access it through cleveland.com slash podcasts or some other podcast sites as well. And I also wanted to give a shout-out to our sponsors tonight, General RV. Oh, yeah. Uh, a huge RV dealer down south on uh, 77 in North Canton. If you're interested in uh, looking at an RV, I recommend that you... Make the hour drive down to North Canton and check them out. They have some vehicles. Hopefully, you saw on your way in that are hey, truly spectacular. By the
0: way, who won the Country Star? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. Okay.
3: And our other sponsor, the Muskingum Watershed Conservancy District, which uh, offers 8,000 square miles of recreational land in Ohio, uh, including—and I had to—I had to remind myself—ten lakes, eight campgrounds, nine marinas miles of hiking trails, biking trails, fishing, hunting, and other activities, and these two uh, visited one of their campgrounds a month or so ago, and maybe they'll mention it. Yeah. So um, without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Jeff and Patty, and we were here a year ago, and they explained how they got started on this, but I'm going to ask them to explain it again for any of you who weren't here, why they decided to do this crazy thing.
0: It was actually Patty's idea. I was on the radio at the time. I was on uh, W-O-N-E in Akron. And I remember that our daughter had a job in Los Angeles that she was going to go out to. And she was going to drive her car across the country. And she's a big outdoors nut. And she loves the camp. And she says, Mom and Dad, I'm just going to drive across the country. I'm going to take a month. And I'm going to stop at a lot of the national parks just by myself and camp. And, you know, i got a bike. I'm going a bicycle and everything. And I was like like hell you are gonna do that are you kidding me yeah but you can't
2: tell them at that age what to do they won't listen to you
0: that's what i heard
2: so she was going anyway and i said well you know what i'll go with you i'm i'm willing to sleep in a tent i'd never done it before she's and she and she said okay but it's on my terms no hotels we got to do the tent thing so we had a blast she just took me to all these places, national parks. We went to Badlands National Parks. We went to Theodore Roosevelt National Park in North Dakota. It just was amazing to see all these sites that we had never seen. And I, you know, we'd sit at the campfire and with our tent. And, you know, when it was time to go to bed, we'd go into our tent. But then, you know, I see these campers in the campground and these people were going in their camper. And it's like, oh, man, I, could, I like that. So I thought, okay, when I go home, I'm going to talk to Jeff and say, you know, we should do this. He's going to retire. Let's just get an RV, sell the house, sell everything, and go.
0: I was like, (laughs) what?
2: I told him. Have you been drinking? It took him a long time to... To, do, to say yes, it just took a long time for him to,
0: yeah, I, to I, think about it. And, yeah, it took a while. But,
2: but he was glad he did. He, we, we were both glad that he came around. and.
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's really been a, uh, a, a tremendous journey, and, and it's not over here. I mean, we still have a lot more that we want to see and do. Mm-hmm. So that's how we got started. Yeah. And so what we did is I uh, went to General RV, and we found a – we looked at a lot of things. And it seems like it was just a blur. Looked at a whole lot of things. And we ended up buying a used Class A RV. And we sold the house, got in the RV, packed it all up. And off we went. When we left, that feeling of exhilaration, that freedom feel you get, you know, that first day of your vacation, man, it's just awesome. It was really a lot of fun. And it still is. We still get that feeling. If we, If we're, like, we've been here for um, about a month and a half, and we got ants in our pants. We want to go somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know? You want to get back on the road, you know? If you take a trip, a lot of you RV, I know that, but, you know, you'll take a trip, you'll drive somewhere, and then you come home, and then it's usually a couple of weeks later, maybe a month, and it's like, oh, man, I miss being on the road
2: especially taking your house with you. You don't have to stop at rest stops or truck stops to go use the bathrooms. You got your bathroom oh, right there.
0: God, I a, a. she gets worse mileage than the RV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to get off of the next exit. Where's the next rest stop, you know? <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so so a, r-
3: remind us, you are on your second or your third <laughs> RV, and Patty was eyeballing that giant RV out in the parking lot. That be our fourth. So. So. Yeah,
0: that's, oh, my God. Yeah, we're on our third RV. Mm-hmm. So we had the first one, and then we thought, okay, we're going to kick it up a notch, and we got another one. Uh, uh, we bought a new Star. It was a 30-footer. And then we had that for oh, about 15 months, and we realized that we're on the road. We're living in this thing. We need a better piece of equipment.
2: I needed a washer and dryer really bad. she did.
0: She would take me to uh, some of the laundromats in some of the campgrounds, and it was like, somebody washed a transmission in this washer last (laughs) night. It's just really bad, you know? So I understood that, and it sure makes it a whole lot easier. Or they would take
2: their clothes out of the washer and just leave all this hair in the door and just, oh. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, you know, oh, you look hair. at the hair, and you know that's not yours. Yeah. I don't <laughs> want to put my
2: stuff in there. <laughs>
0: not a good thing. So we
2: finally got one with a washer and dryer and a bath and a half, and we're happy. Yeah. Happy until you saw that yeah.
3: beautiful piece of equipment well, that's, in the parking that's
0: lot. that's very similar to ours, except it's two feet longer, mm-hmm. and it has this wine bar, and, this, and I think Tim Nichols said, I blame you. That was malicious. Because... Patty's like, oh, maybe we should uh, work a deal on this. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So catch us up. Where have you been in the last uh, 12 months that really stands out?
0: We were up in Michigan and did Michigan, did the Upper Peninsula, Pictures Rocks, rocks. National Mm -hmm. Lakeshore, which is really an incredible place. And if you go up there, it's in uh, Munising, Michigan, make sure you take the water taxi and tour the rocks From the lake, because it's just absolutely gorgeous.
2: But what was really fun, though, was going to Nova Scotia.
0: Yeah. We went up to New England Mm -hmm. and cruised up the coast, went up through uh, Massachusetts.
2: And as you saw in the video, we put the RV on the Cat Ferry in Bar Harbor. So that was pretty
0: cool. It was a blast because you literally load your RV onto the ferry. You drive it and back it up onto it. And you have to back it into it because when you get off in Yarmouth... Nova Scotia, there's a real sharp curve, and you couldn't back around that. You have to go forward. So that's what we did, and we loaded up the Jeep, the RV. And then you go upstairs, and it's like super plush. It's like flying in a first-class airplane. I mean, it's just incredibly nice. So we did that. It took only three and a half hours because it's a high speed. It's kind of like the Jet Express, except it's it's a big vessel. Now, you go through customs in Canada, really, we didn't have any issues at all, but we didn't have the Jeep attached. They let me off first, and I get the RV, and I get up to customs, and the agent says, are you towing a car? I said, yeah, I got a white Jeep with a black top, and there's a blonde lady driving it. He goes, we'll find it. (laughs) (laughs) Says, just wait here. So he gets on the radio, and you heard him on the radio. Well, yeah, all these guys
2: that are along the way, they all have walkie talkies. So it was really funny. As I went past the first guy while I was in the boat, <laughs> he said, "She's coming out." As I was going out, that guy said, "She's out." You know, so they were all communicating. It was and really funny. They just directed her, and yeah, and then I got down. I ended up right behind him. There were all these cars that had already come out before me.
0: And they were real nice to us. I mean, they said, you know, just pull over there if you want. We'll help you hook up your car. Where are you headed? We'll give you directions. So that was great. You know, we get out of customs and we get on the road. It's uh, Highway 101. We're going up to Church Point in Nova Scotia. And all of a sudden, I see bridge ahead, clearance, five meters. What the hell is five meters? Get your phone out. I
2: was hurrying up on my phone, phone trying out, to figure quick. it out.
0: We're we're twelve feet eight inches. You know, what is five meters? On? Yeah. I man, I got my foot off the gas and it's like man, come on, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> oh we're good, we're good, okay. We're so, fine. But it was it was beautiful in Nova Scotia. It or the just, one
2: time we were going down a hill. You were going pretty fast. What did the... The kilometers was...
0: Oh, I can't remember.
2: I don't know. But I said, well, I mean, how fast was, are you going? He said, I don't know. I had to look it up. He was going 80 miles per hour. Car. But it's it was like, this oh,
0: great hill. There was down. no traffic or anything. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) you know, I'm not going to burn up the brakes, you know? (laughs) But we had a good time in Nova Scotia. It was really gorgeous. There's so much to do, so many things to see. It was beautiful. As a matter of fact, a lot of people don't realize near Halifax, there is a cemetery, an old cemetery from the people who died on the Titanic. A lot of them were buried in Halifax in that cemetery. But just a beautiful country, great place to go. There was... A really funny thing that happened in one of the campgrounds. Yeah. I went out to uh, do some walking in the morning. Unbelievable, but people do make mistakes with their rigs. <laughs> and there was this old couple, and they had a pickup truck with a camper um, on You know, with the camper on,
2: the on top. They'll put the you pickup know, truck back that's there. That's
0: mounted in the uh, the back of the truck. So I see them. They're going out, and they're leaving, and I don't know, you've probably seen those fire pits that look like the rim of a tire. You know, a big old truck wheel. And they use those as fire pits. So sure enough, they ran it over. And it goes underneath the truck. The truck's on its side almost. And it wedges in the wheel well of the back tires. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. You know, so there were... Probably four or five of us that went over to help him. It was an
2: older couple, yeah. It was an older couple I felt so bad for him. They were
0: an older couple. But
2: there were a lot of people helping him. You
0: know, he gets out and he's like,
2: Oh, what the hell was that? (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, uh, you ran something over. So, we start working on it. And, you know, we did all sorts of things. We let some air out of the tire. We started jacking it up. And it was really funny because one of the guys really took the lead. And he had this jack. And he is working underneath this thing. He's jacking this thing yeah, up. Yeah, in the
2: back of the and, truck. Yeah. You know, trying He's to laying get on the ground. And
0: his wife comes out of the RV next door, looks at him, and says, "Harold, get out of there! You've just had open heart surgery." <laughs> we can't believe no, it. No, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. you know? So anyway. We got them freed. The old lady, she was really sweet. She goes, well, you know, I'd like to give you guys something, but, um, you know, I, I, you know, and it's like, we don't want anything. You know, we don't want, you know, we don't need anything. We're just glad that you're going to be safe and on your way, and there's really no damage. And she goes, I've got some chocolate. They were from Canada. They were from Quebec. And she had this imported Belgian chocolate. And Patty goes, take it. (laughs)
2: She was giving everybody these chocolate bars.
0: We took the chocolate, yeah.
3: So you guys have been on the road for almost three years, but I believe there are some places that you haven't been yet, so I'm wondering what's on your travel bucket list, where you're headed uh, the rest of 2023 and 2024?
0: There's a lot of um, places that we have not been that we want to see, and one idea that we have, we were going to leave after the 4th of July. 4th of July. And we're going to head up into Michigan, into the UP again, over to Wisconsin, down to Door County. Uh, We're going to head over to uh, Theodore Roosevelt National Park, then Glacier National Park. We actually have some people who contacted us who live near Glacier National Park and they have a RV, and they said, you can use our, we have all the hookups for you. You can stay in our driveway.
2: Yeah, and our daughter just recently moved to Seattle, so we're just kind of going to be making our way that way.
0: Yeah, the Pacific Northwest. So Mm -hmm. they also know Glacier National Park and all the places to go. So, you know, that kind of information is really great. And, of course, we extend that information to you as well. make a long story short, that was our plan. We also thought, okay, maybe... Because we tried to go through Colorado earlier this year, but there was a really bad snowstorm, and it closed a lot of 70, and we had to literally go back to Moab, Utah, and around Colorado through New Mexico. So we we're thinking, go down to Colorado, then up the glacier. And
2: but plans have changed just a little bit.
0: I found out that, um, and you know, if you look at me, I'm real active and everything, and I've had a low-fat diet for a long time, but I need bypass surgery. Triple a, bypass. Yeah. So I get that in two weeks. And believe me, I've used every trick in the book to try to get out of it, but I can't. <laughs> so um, I've got to do that. We're going to be here for probably another six weeks.
2: We have to wait two weeks for that because next week the surgeon is on vacation. Right. So, yeah. you know, hopefully. And he
0: has an RV. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. But anyway... I'm real optimistic. So we're, we're delayed gonna, a little bit. We'll be back we're, on our we'll, feet, and we'll get back to what we do best.
2: We'll be around for a while.
0: Yeah, we definitely will.
3: When you're in Northeast Ohio, you're staying in your RV, right? You, oh, you absolutely. You sold your house. You don't, I mean, you have family here, but mm-hmm. right. you just find yep. a place to camp oh,
2: or yeah. to park we, your It's our home. Vehicle? Yep, yeah? we live in it. Yep.
3: So are, are there things that you're still surprised about, even three years in, about the experience?
0: Yeah, I'd say so. You know, I'm surprised that... You know we still have a real passion to do this it's fun you run into problems with anything you do in life that's just the way it is it's how you get around those problems that makes the difference so yeah we're surprised that uh you still get that excitement like i say that first day of vacation oh my god we're gonna go here Uh, We're going to travel there. It just gets in your blood. I really like it. Yeah, yeah. I have
2: a lot of places I still want to see.
0: Yeah, she does.
2: Yeah, I want to get to Lake Tahoe Mm
0: -hmm. after we do... Yeah, we couldn't get to Lake Tahoe because of the fires. Yeah, that was a while back. So we had to go down the Pacific coast, which was really nice. It was absolutely gorgeous. But we wanted to get to Lake Tahoe. And I think somebody called us and said, Oh, you know that uh, RV camp you're going to stay in Lake Tahoe? They evacuated it. Yeah, that was
2: like a year and a half ago. Yeah, so, so we haven't gotten back that way since. So we're kind of... Right. We need no, to I make I personally way want
3: there. you guys to go to Alaska, so... Oh,
2: yeah. We do, too. We, you know, we always end up here at this time, though. Yeah, this is when we need to be in Alaska.
0: We definitely want to go to Alaska. Yeah, We want hopefully. to go to Banff National yep. Park in yes. Canada, and then you get on the, uh, the Alaskan Highway and go up to Alaska. Really want to go to Kodiak Island. It's on my bucket list. You can go, and they show you the grizzly bears I mean, what can go wrong there, right?
2: But I was hoping to get out to Seattle and then maybe get on a cruise ship and do Alaska that way. Your husband (laughs) is rolling his eyes. But I don't know if we'll get there in time now because you're delaying us, so.
0: (laughs) Whoa, that RV's going to be a really short RV tonight. (laughs)
3: I I did ask this question last year, you know, they've been married for 34 years and uh, I just, I've been married for almost that long. My husband's not here, but (laughs) even though you're in a pretty large RV, I'm sure the quarters can get kind of tight every once in a while. I wonder how you handle that. We're fine.
0: Oh yeah, we're great. (laughs) We are. (laughs) We've never had a fight. Just now, one. We actually, yeah, we only had one, and that was in uh, Las Vegas a couple of years ago, yeah. and, and then we realized the windows were open.
2: Yeah, and, and they were close together. Oh, uh, they were know, all the close RVs together. The really close. It's like, so, oh, it's like
0: okay, you know. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. <laughs> but no, we get along really well. Yeah, we really we do. do. And you know, you, I think this took us about two or three months to actually metamorphose into a situation that we were on top of each other constantly. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's not that... It wasn't like that. But you are in a 30-foot space or 38-foot space. And the amazing thing about it is you learn to live with a whole lot less. I mean, I think of all the crap we had in our house. I
2: know. It's amazing.
0: Now we have a lot of crap in our RV. No,
2: we don't.
0: (laughs) It's pretty good. It really is. But we have a rule. If she's going to go get something for the RV, something has to come off. Yeah. So.
2: But it doesn't. I I can't yeah.
1: get rid of anything. I know.
2: <laughs> you
3: know, it's like, oh You my. still have that storage unit in Akron, right? Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, so when we talked last year, I think gas was uh, spiking at like $5 a gallon. It's come down, and that must be good news. And yeah. And I was listening to one of your recent podcasts where you talk about how inexpensive it is to live in an RV so I hope maybe you can elaborate on that and 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 gas prices as well
0: yeah you know when the the gasoline prices and diesel fuel really spiked I mean that hurt it really did and you learn to adapt what you can do is you can go somewhere and stay longer that really helps not only that but you have more fun you get into the history of the cities and places that you see and and it works out pretty good so we learn to adapt like that One thing that we really noticed was the different parts of the country, different fuel prices. Like, you know, you go to the south, you come to the midwest, and the fuel prices are, they're not where you want them to be, but they're better. You go out to California, and I don't know what these people do. But, I mean, I've seen diesel fuel for $6.50 a gallon, and gasoline for almost $6 a gallon. And you think, geez, how can people afford that? That's that's really expensive to fill up a tank, and especially if it's a 100-gallon tank. So what we would do, go to Arizona, fill up at the border, and then go to California and drive two and a half hours at Palm Springs because we can stay in Palm Springs because we have a membership with a, a certain camping organization called Thousand Trails, and we can stay there for free. So we fill up with fuel. Drive to Palm Springs, stay for free, go back to Arizona, fill up with fuel. That's worked well for us. It's nice that the prices have come back to moderate a little bit. That's really helped a lot.
3: And in the podcast, like there were a few things that you mentioned that I hadn't even thought about. Like you don't pay property tax anywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, and there are uh, some other ways that you uh, s- save. So you think it's a cheaper way to live than when you
2: were living in Summit County? It
0: definitely can be. It sure is. It depends on what you do on the road, too. You know, like if you go into a town and say, hey, man, we're going to hit every restaurant. you <laughs> know, It's going to cost you some money. But if you really watch your budget and you make a budget and you set a budget for yourself and you know what you have coming in and you know what you got going out, then you can make it work because the spectrum is very wide as to how you can do this. I mean, we see literally home-built units and we see the multi-million dollar units out there and everything in between. So you can make it work. I estimate that we have saved probably, and let's see, July is coming up here, so there would be another three. We've probably saved about $25,000 $25,000 in property taxes. That's a lot. And HOA fees. It's incredible, some of the HOA fees that you see nowadays. I remember when they used to be maybe 50 bucks a month or $100 a month. Now they're starting to creep up. We're seeing 400 500 I know that there's condos for sale along Lake Erie, and they're like one-bedroom condos. And the HOA fees are $1,000 a month thousand dollars a month i'd rather be traveling so for us it works to live in an rv
1: this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut
0: butter and chocolate however it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the reese's because when you want something sweet
1: You can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
3: You guys talk a lot on your podcast, obviously, about the places you go. But what surprises me, too, is the people you meet, right? Uh, and I, I don't know if so, I think you mentioned uh, some of them might be in the audience today. But do you want to mention some special characters oh. you've met over the last couple of years?
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, there's Dottie and John here. There's Rachel and Dan. I mean, it's just great. There's so many people that I recognize. Susan is here tonight. Susan was on a couple of our podcasts. And (laughs) Susan, where are you? There she is. is. Susan is amazing. She has stories, and she just talks on the podcast, just matter-of-factly. Went around that corner a little too much, and the refrigerator fell over. (laughs) And she's had a lot of problems with her motorhome, and the motorhome's called Sam. So I asked her, I said, why'd you name it Sam? She goes, shitty ass motorhome." home. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great to have Susan in the house, and we have our good friends, Jim and Melinda Mantell. Uh, yeah, you guys, give them a good hand. I mean, Jim was on WGAR in the morning when I was on WMMS. He played the country music. And they're great on our podcast because I can always ask Jim, Jim, how things going? And Jim's like, things are going great. We're doing really well. And Melinda will go, I disagree. (laughs) And I don't know what it is about Jim, but he can tell a story. And we all do crazy things. I mean, we smashed up our steps when we were in wine country. We've done this. We've done that. But then he called me the other day, and he said, Jeff, I can
1: top you. Do you want to tell that story? You've got
2: to tell the story.
1: So when you're in an RV, you have a list, and you're prepared, and you, you follow a routine. And if you don't do that, you run into. We have a list, and and they have a list too. Uh, Friends of ours are even more in or ten of the with their list on their list, and I guarantee it's not on yours and it's not on ours. Is the toilet seat down? Because if you're driving down the road and and the toilet seat you hit a bump and the toilet seat falls, you think the back end of your motorhome just fell off. (laughs) Boom. So we always there's a routine, and if you don't follow the routine, if you're in a hurry, you screw something up. And uh, I read courses for Golf Digest magazine, and I was supposed to go play a golf course, and it was about an hour away. And I had to get going. I was going to miss the tee time. So I, I'm in a hurry. But before I left, she was going to do some laundry, so I had to drain the tanks. And there's two tanks. There's a gray tank and there's a black tank. And, and it was the, uh, the, the you always drain the black tank first, so you use the gray tank water, which is your sink and your shower, to wash the hose out. And we have a tank flush on ours. So you, you, you turn the, the water on and it, it sprays water into the black tank so that it flushes everything out really well. And then you shut it off. And there's a sign on there that says, make sure the valve is open before you turn the water on. And so I, uh, I'm in a hurry to do this. And so I, I do that. And then I, and then I drain the gray tank and I leave because I got to go play golf. And I'm driving down the road. I'm about 25 minutes into my trip and she calls Uh-oh. and says, did you shut the water off before you left? And I said, why, don't you have water? She goes, I have water, but the toilet's full and water's coming off the top of the RV. (laughs) So what happened, not like your toilet at home where you flush and the water pressure pushes it through and there's a P-trap, this just falls straight into the black tank. There's a valve that opens, keeps a little bit of water in there to keep the odor out of the black tank. So it's a tight seal, but it's not that tight when you got street pressure coming in at forty, forty-five, fifty pounds. So the water starts creeping into the toilet. But when the black tank gets full, the only other place for it to go is up the vent stack, and then, and then out. So it's coming; it's pouring down the side of the RV. And I'm like, well, I won't say what I said, but there there were a lot of bad words. So I I told her how to go out and shut the water off. Number one, and I said, don't do anything. Just just if. You have to go to the bathroom. Go to the bathhouse. I'll fix it when I get back. So I get back, and I, by then the, the pressure had gone down a little bit, and I was able to drain the water out. It, she, she drained a little. She tried to drain it out, but it, every time she pushed the valve, more water would come into the toilet.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, 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 so a- it did create a bit of a mess. Here's the kicker. This is, I realized what I did, and I just felt like such a freaking idiot. And uh, so we get back, and we had to... So I, I went out, and I drained everything and, and made sure everything was good, and we had some packages to go pick up up at the office. So we walked up there, and then we, we ran into a, a guy that we knew up there, and we talked for about 20, 25 minutes. We come back, and when I had told her to turn the water off, I said, no, it's really hard. You might not be... Well, she didn't turn it all the way off. Oh. So the whole process, the entire time we were gone, was st- <laughs> starting to repeat itself. <laughs> the only good news is... Everybody who RVs knows that there are always black tank problems. That's what you always hear about. My black tank is clogged by this and that and the other thing. That's always the problem. And my, mine was clean because we, had, we have sensors on there that tells you how full it is. Well, it kept saying it was two-thirds full, two-thirds full, and I knew it wasn't. So there's a little trick. You can put some water in there. You put some Dawn in there. You put some Borax detergent in there, and you drive down the road. It's like a big washing machine. Then when you get there, you flush it out, and it's really clean. It's, it's really clean. Well, I had done that. So it was really clean so there was no black water coming out of the top of the tank it was it was clean but it was still a mess yes and, and you just want to hit yourself in the head and she wanted to hit me in the head I think she did actually yeah yeah there there was a moment I said okay well now that you got the water shut off pull that valve and release it and the hose with so much pressure remember the water wiggle when you were a kid (laughs) that's pretty much what our sewer hose did (laughs) oh
0: my Jim and Melinda (laughs) Mantell now don't you want to go RVing (laughs) but you know that stuff happens also in the house tonight is Daffy Dan. Great to see you, Daffy Dan. Remember back in the day, yeah. if it didn't have a DD, it was just underwear. Great to see Dan. And there's so many uh, familiar faces. Uh, Tim Apel is in the house. Tim has uh, been on a couple of our podcasts, lives in Florida, went through the hurricane, and the podcast that he was on was just whew, unbelievable. It was uh, Really something the way he described it. And then afterwards, and what happens after there's a hurricane, there's a whole lot you don't realize. But boy, on that podcast, you learn it fast. It was good stuff. So yeah, a lot of great people we meet along the way. We met, um, I think we mentioned that we met a couple that were in Paradise, California. They had a home in Paradise, California. And a wildfire wiped out their, literally their town and they tell us on the podcast exactly what happened when the, they woke up. They woke up around 5.30 in the morning, and there were reports of a fire. And the fire was getting closer. Then they literally had 40 minutes to get out. And luckily, they had a, they had a fifth wheel. Mm-hmm. And they literally were just throwing all their possessions into the fifth wheel. They
2: didn't have much time. Yeah, She took off in the car, and he hooked up the fifth wheel and took off, and they got yeah. down to the... To the bottom of the mountain, and right? Yeah, it was. It's quite a story. If you if you haven't heard it on our podcast, you'll have to check it out.
0: But we sat around with them and talked and just great people. Lost
2: everything in that fire. Except, thank goodness, they had their fifth wheel. They had something to live in. All right, we're going to open this up to
3: questions uh, momentarily. But sort of as a final question, Um, I think everybody wants to know how long you're going to keep this up. You're you're approaching three years and uh, three
2: more years, ten more years. What do you think? I would say as long as our health Holds up? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) I'm hoping at least two more weeks.
2: Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) And this should thin my blood. Yeah. (laughs) That's the important thing. Yeah. We enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. And we start to find places that, okay, in the wintertime, where are we going to be? We're going to be in the southwest. Well, this time we may try southern Texas and parts of Florida, So that's a fun part of it. It really is.
3: You have to come back for medical appointments. I just uh, am wondering about that. So Yeah. uh,
0: yeah. yeah, Yeah, we do. You know, once a year, you have to have a checkup. As you get older, you know, you get above 65, and they want to be able to renew your prescriptions. If I can motivate just one of you, if you have any kind of an issue, any kind of a warning sign, and I'm talking men and women, by all means, go to your doctor.
3: All right. On that note, I think we'll open it up to questions in the audience. So just raise your hand if you have a question for Jeff and Patty. Got one over here.
2: I just wondered what state you're residents of when you're traveling across the
1: country.
0: Actually, residents of Ohio, which works well for us. The reason that we did that is because we really run the numbers on how much it would cost. For us, when we purchased an RV, we had to pay a good amount of tax. I think it was 6.5% in Ohio. We could have paid less tax in Florida, Texas, South Dakota, but what about insurance rates? That's why we chose Ohio. Ohio has the lowest insurance rates for RVs and cars. I think our insurance for the RV and car, and I mean it's really good insurance, top of the line, is about $1,800 a year. In South Dakota, it would be probably 3,500, 3,600.
2: But when we started out, since we didn't have a home, we got an address in
0: South Dakota, South
2: Dakota Box Elder, South Dakota. Yeah.
0: It's a mail service. Yep.
2: Uh-huh. There's, there's a few of them. There's one in Florida. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's quite a South few Dakota. of them. We started with that, but then when we started changing our banking information, they said, Well, you can't put a post office
0: box. You can't put a post office box.
2: Yeah.
0: We ain't going to send you your bill. Well, good.
2: So, yeah. So so we use Peggy, my sister Peggy's address. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Another
2: question? I want to know for each of you, which was
3: your most favorite destination, and are you ready to trade up yet?
0: Well, she's ready to trade up. I'm not. No, but I'm
2: happy with it.
0: No need to get that country star out there. But where's your favorite destination so far?
2: There's so many.
0: I know. There's it's a lot. It's hard to say. Because you go to one place and you go, oh. man, this is it. This is my favorite place. And then next week you go somewhere else and you go, yeah. oh. no, this is. I know. The Pacific Northwest. I mean, yes. Tillamook. The Oregon coast is unbelievable. The California yeah. coast is unbelievable. Maine. Nova Scotia. Yeah, There's and then
2: you've got the mountains. And
0: South Dakota. Just, I love South Dakota. Oh, yeah. Needles Highway, Custer State Park. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose just one place, it might be Maine.
2: I would choose the West
0: Coast. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Question?
1: I'm just curious, with all the changes in weather, have you ever been in a situation where maybe a tornado's coming? Yes. What, what do you do? Get the hell out. <laughs> I mean, do you do you get in the car and run, or do you hook up the the RV? I can
0: unhook that RV so fast. We
2: were in one situation. We were in um, Wyoming. Torrington. Torrington, Wyoming, and
0: and the the phones start blowing up. And
2: they said hail is heading right for us. Yeah. And so we hooked up the car real quick. Big hail. No, we didn't even hook up the car. I drove
0: separate. Yep. We
2: closed up the RV and took <laughs> she off. We just, she just got in way. the
0: car and ran. <laughs> so, <laughs> we hey, went, uh, you know, when you get the RV up, I'll be down the highway.
2: <laughs> so so we went the other way.
0: We did. We, we, we drove, drove for about
2: 20 minutes.
0: 20, 20, and it 20 took miles us, so. You know,
2: It only took us like five or ten minutes to just throw everything together and close the sides and go. Right. So, yeah, so we drove. We We kind of got out of the... The weather, and we pulled over and looked at the radar, and it missed us. We would have been fine if we would have stayed. So that was our only time.
0: You know, it's a good exercise to bug out. Yeah. And we have some friends who have a fifth wheel, and they were in, um, I I think they were in southern Ohio, and they had tornado warnings, and they literally bugged out. They, They got in the fifth wheel, and they drove up to Columbus, and they were watching the radar and everything, and they get to Columbus, they open it all up, and all of a sudden, the phone goes off. There's a severe weather warning. And it's like, they couldn't believe it. No, not in Columbus. But luckily, it wasn't a tornado or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, it, you have the ability. You have wheels. You have the ability to get the heck out and of it. And
2: that was our only time. Because we spend so much time in the West, and you don't have the tornadoes there. We don't really... Now,
0: Jim and Melinda were in a tornado shelter. Was it Alabama. Alabama,
2: yeah. two o'clock
0: in the morning.
2: They had to get in the shelter. Yeah, with
0: about a hundred other people, right? They couldn't get out of it. The RV was stuck there, so they went to the shelter. And luckily, you know, everything was okay. Folks, got a question over, over here.
2: here. Uh, yes, um, you guys. When you travel, are most people in these RVs? Are they like from the Midwest, or are people coming from California to Ohio, or? And you said you like the East Coast, you like the West Coast. Now, I've traveled a lot. I have friends all over the world, actually, international. And a lot of people come to Ohio, and they say that people here are really nice. And I have a friend who is from California, and his son came to Ohio for school, and he loves it here because people are nice. And he grew up in California. He was born in California. So I'm just kind of curious if people are from,
0: you Mm -hmm. know,
2: other places or are they do you see people from the east and west coast or? we see
0: people from all over the place oh, we yeah. see people from all over the world uh when you're at the grand canyon i mean we saw well, people right, right, yeah, yeah people from you know all different parts of the life but you know it's funny because we're really biased we'll be somewhere and we'll see Ohio license plate. We're so
2: excited when we're yeah. in another states and we see Ohio license plate. Oh, somebody like, from, oh, Ohio. from Ohio oh,
0: there's a go buckeyes, you know. Yeah.
2: Yes.
3: When you're in the R V you mentioned that one of the advantages is having your own kitchen and I'm just curious do you have like favorite recipes, secret tricks for cooking on an R V?
2: Well it's nothing different than what I would do at home actually. I mean I, I can cook regular meals in there so I usually cook in my R V Sometimes I'll cook outside, but we don't have a grill. We don't have a black stone. We don't have anything like that. But I have a um, a heating pad, and we'll cook fish outside. I'm not going to cook fish inside the RV because
0: it smells too much. But she's really a great cook, and Thank you. then she gets on my case and says, "Why don't you cook?" Yeah. You know? And you know, so, well, you, you got to start cooking. I probably should because my RV's got clogged up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs>
1: All right, let's go to a question up here. All right. (laughs) Hey, Jeff, how do you like the Chardonnay?
0: Uh, You know what? This is not bad. I I love it. I I like red wines. That's good. You know, but, um, you know, whatever has alcohol. No. (laughs) No. That was not serious. Uh, Serious question. What do you do on the road for a um,
1: road hazard insurance? Use AAA? What do you use? for breakdowns
0: well we actually have good sam insurance and that has road service thank god i've never had to use it people tell me that a lot of the road services you'll wait a long time for a tow truck or whatever i've not had that situation happen so i i couldn't tell you what would be a good service i kind of look around
1: okay question over there
2: First, uh, have you considered traveling down to South um, Central America? And my second question is, who is the most interesting person you have ever encountered around a campfire?
0: Okay. Oh, good question. First off, no, we um, we would not go south of the border. No. We have talked to a lot of people who used to go to Baja California, and it was pretty safe and you know, it was absolutely stunning and beautiful and so on and so forth, they will not go anymore. And they have warned us to be very, very careful and not to go south of the border. So that's what I've been told, and so I would not consider that.
2: Yeah, but there's a lot of people that go down to the Baja and they're fine. So it, you know, it just depends. You
0: know, my luck would be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) And wait, what was your, her second question was? Most
0: interesting person around the campfire.
2: Oh, yes, okay. When we were in Las Vegas, this, this RV pulled in. It was a motorhome, and you know they had all this writing on the side of the motorhome. And then the, there was a, a van following it, and the lady got out of the van. The husband was driving the motorhome, and the lady got out of the van, and she had a shaved head with a pink mohawk, <laughs> and she was wearing black, and she was really you know different, you know, <laughs> and so um, he right away he said. We gotta meet them. <laughs> I want to meet them, and I tell you what, that was that was fascinating. They were
0: they were amazing. Yeah, they had been to um, Thailand. They have traveled all over, and
2: and they have three kids. They have
0: three kids,
2: and so they've been living on the road for yeah. a long time. They
0: call themselves trying something new. I got to tell you, they were the most generous, nicest people. Oh. They taught us about what to do on the internet, how to do it, and they have become extremely successful. They make thousands of dollars. They have hundreds of thousands of followers. They figured it out, and they're really smart people and very nice and very kind people. So yeah, I, I agree, they I were say, some yeah, of the best. They were
1: Question up here.
0: Hey Jeff, Patty, I've been following you guys for years. When Jeff's been on the radio, I got to meet you at the IX Center. And I know that you carry the torch for Cleveland no matter where you go. I was just wondering if you would talk a little bit about your latest interview with Ruby Cheeks, seeing as she was from Cleveland, and a little bit of insight of how she's doing. So I just thought, you know, got a nice Cleveland crowd here. Oh, thank you. Ruby Cheeks is doing great. And Ruby told me (laughs) just the other day, she said, when you you know come out here in the wintertime, I've got a restaurant, and we're going to take your bypass for a test run. (laughs) That's what she said to me. But she is hilarious.
2: Oh, she's so funny. Where is she? she?
0: uh, She's in Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. Just outside
2: of Phoenix. Mm -hmm.
0: And she was on the radio with me in Cleveland here, and Mm -hmm. she's just a pistol. She actually had emergency bypass surgery. She had a heart attack. And she was rushed to the hospital and had to have surgery. And then they discovered she had a uh, tumor on her pituitary gland. So she had to have that happen. And she, she really went through a lot. And uh, she came through it and she hasn't lost a step. It's really hilarious to, uh, to talk with her. So we sat down and did a video because uh, it was just the right thing to do. And yeah. she did not disappoint. She was absolutely hilarious.
1: Go ahead. There are a lot of different kinds of campsites around. How do you pick your campsites? Do you, well, like, do you like them crowded? Do you like them kind of spread out? Do you like to have um,
2: all the facilities? Do you boondock at all? Or how about harvest
0: hosts? Yep, there's a lot of different ways to go in that. We, we obviously... We have all the
2: memberships, yeah.
0: We do not like to have anyone around us. Yeah. Get off my lawn. <laughs> um, actually... What we what we do is yeah, we, are, yeah. we pick them based on destination. But we have found that there are a lot of great places to camp. And, you know, we love state parks uh, because state parks are usually larger and they're really nice. Those are really terrific to right. camp in.
2: But sometimes we can't always right. choose. It's just a matter, it just depends on our route. You know, it, it depends on our route and where we're going. And sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're spacious and sometimes they're tight. Mm-hmm. So, but if we're going to be at a destination for a while, yeah, we like space. It just, yeah, it just depends. It's we,
0: we are members of an organization called Thousand Trails. Now, Thousand Trails is a really kind of a tough thing to figure out because 24-7 they sell memberships. And their parks fill up fast. So you've got to really be on top of things when you deal with Thousand Trails. Same with a lot of these other memberships. But if you get into the memberships, it really helps. What is the what is it? Passport America is Mm -hmm. another one that we use Mm -hmm. that's really good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of the parks are fantastic. There's a Passport America, I think it's Sun Outdoors, up in Mm -hmm. Petoskey, Michigan, Mm -hmm. that we're going to stop at when the smoke clears, so to speak. And make a long story short, it's a fantastic park. It's beautiful. It's really nice, and the rates are really low as well when you're a member. So we look for that. With thousand trails, we have paid a fee. I think we paid six thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and for the membership, we are probably well past eleven or twelve thousand dollars worth of campsites. You know, that's what we kind of look for. We'll go into a park, and Patty will say. I'm not happy with this site. And it's like, man, here comes the pit bull. (laughs) So, okay, uh, you know, if you want to go change it. And she'll go into the office and she'll get us, you know, a better site. So it doesn't hurt to ask for a better site. Now, I will say this. We stayed at Atwood Lake, the Muskegon Watershed Conservancy District. My yes. god, was that fantastic. We loved that. There's not a bad place in, you know, mm-hmm. I mean it was fantastic. So I want to go back to a lot of a lot more of their facilities by all means. Look them up, get the information. It's wonderful.
3: Okay, on that note, I think we're going to wrap oh. it up, but I think we'll all be sticking around for a few minutes mm-hmm. if anybody has any questions. So, um, in conclusion, thank you General RV, thank you Muskingum Watershed. And thank you, Jeff and Patty, for sharing your experience with us.
0: Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. The Rockin' the RV Life podcast is sponsored by the Cleveland Plain Dealer Newspaper and Cleveland.com. We'll be back next week with another episode.
2: In the meantime, travel safe and remember
0: to always expect
2: the unexpected.
1: It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.